What up, Army of Cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. Outside there's a boxcar waiting Outside the family Out of the the fire breathing Outside we wait till face turns blue I know the nervous walking I know the dirty beard hangs Out of the boxcar waiting Take me away to nowhere plains There is a wait so long So long, so long You'll never wait so long Here comes your man Here comes your man Here comes your man Here comes your man Hello, army of cunts Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour My name's Emily my name is Andrea. And we fucked that up. Oh, so hard. But you know what? Not as bad as we fucked up. Queen, don't stop me now. <laughs> you know, sometimes. And you know what? If if none of you realize by now that Andrea recorded that later and then dubbed it in on top of the one that we actually recorded. Why would you tell them how you. the sausage is made? Joke's on you. Because I want to, you know, I like to give people a peek behind the curtain, so to speak. That's very true. Joining us today is the inimitable... Max Bruno. Hello. Welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be here. Uh, I, um, yeah, I, I have recorded what, a queen over again? And I also recorded, there was a funk song or Motown song. Oh, I think, um, somewhere where Daft Punk. Oh, yes. I think you, um, Andrea, lose yourself to dance. Andrea's, (laughs) Andrea's like, quote favorite band i don't know if this is like still your favorite yeah. are they still your favorite band i'm a daft head is for daft life punk really it's, yes weird right that's an interesting choice i fucking love those dancing robots I, it, it's like a nostalgia thing for me it's it's a mix it's a tie between daft punk there's a it's a three-way tie daft punk the pixies and rolling stones um, those are some solid choices. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, they're all... Very diverse. Very eclectic. Thank you very much. I think Daft Punk... Daft Punk's recent music... Like, the people... People know Daft Punk. The, the youth I just, these I just days. do not know Daft Punk well enough to to call them my favorite. That blue, blue Cartoon People video was formative to me. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. What like, video was that? Oh, man. That was the... Uh, celebrate. Yeah. When they're... Mm, celebration. Yeah. Fabulous. Oh. Yeah. And then, like, there was a whole, like, animated storyline following these yeah. weird blue aliens that they played out in, like, anime. It was really cool. It was anime before people were jerking off to anime. I'm a big fan of gorillas. I feel like I graduated from Daft Punk yes. to gorillas. Because they're... It's like both bands incorporated multiple mediums into what they did and that's Daft Punk was the first time I saw something like that and I was like blown I also was like 
back in the day, there was not like electronic music really in the mainstream. And Daft Punk is the first time I heard electronic music and i was like yeah very before their time i would say yes also like they the dressing up like robots i think is so fucking cool they're hugely famous and yet no one knows who they are they get huge amounts of respect and also anonymity at the same time plus they get to like clown around like they don't have to look a certain way yeah i just admire them as artists and they're like french fuckboys which like who doesn't Mm. love mess French people. You know what? I admire anyone who can do something so goofy and laughable and call it art. Yes. Because I feel connected to that. You they're know what getting I mean? away with murder and they're rich as fuck. Like, I just <laughs> love that. I love that. You did a fucking, that dereased soundtrack they did, which was like complete. See, now you lost me. Complete horse shit. But I'm like, you are making bank and you have a fucking robot head. I love the, it. Didn't they do the Tron sequel? Yes. That's yeah, that's the, the Really? The, yes. Yeah. The song Dereased from Tron is okay. a truly a piece of garbage. But like I'm the like The movie was too. Oh yeah. yeah. That was not good. They just they did it right. Like I would love to go back as a comedian and just be a comedian with a robot head and then <laughs> yeah. live on my French island. Maybe that's what I'll do. Um anyways. I just People believe there are rules in society, and every time... Guess what? They're I, fucking I, I love it. I love a sentence. People believe there are rules in society. A lot comma. of these fucking clowns out there believe you gotta follow the rules, and I am so anti... Not in New York City, baby. No, absolutely Manhattan's not. an island, and as everyone knows, there are no rules on an island. Absolutely. And anyone who actively decides to not live... In any sort of conformity, I enjoy. And for that reason, I am in for Daft Punk. Well, speaking of adoration. Yes. Wow. I'm Sick here to transition. read a review. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um, we love your reviews. We read them occasionally because um, we only read the good ones. Yeah. So this- stop saying I talk about myself too much, okay? I have my own podcast and I'm very self centered. Emily, continue. You got it out? I did get right. it out. Um, this review is from Shadow Violet. Ooh. And it is five stars, our favorite number. And it it is called Bless. Thank you so much. This podcast really helped me when I was going through the aftermath of a very toxic relationship. The honesty the hosts Emily and Andrea present is truly inspiring. Thank you so much. And uplifting. Mm-hmm. Their guests all have interesting backstories and reasons why they are also hot messes, which makes me, a nearing 28-year-old woman, feel glad that we are all struggling in this weird world full of expectation and standards. There are no rules! Fuck your standards! Fuck your expectations! My breakup involved... Oh, I, I like how she goes into personal shit in oh, the review. Yeah. This is what I like. This is what I be living for. This is a real I mean? Andrea Allen review. My breakup involved a narcissistic partner, mm. a term that was freshly new to me. But hearing Andrea share her stories about her experiences with narcissistic partners and family members really helped validate the weird mental stew that I was going through. Shout out to my dad. This podcast has really helped me feel less alone. Thank you so much for what you have done. And I'm always so excited for your new episodes. Wow. That is fucking sweet. sweet. Honestly, one of our lovelier reviews. Thank you so much, Shadow Violet. And if you would like your review right on the show, first of all, write one. Thank you. Second step, five stars. 
Yep. Favorite number. Mm-hmm. Third step, write something creative and or stroke our ego a little bit. Get deep, man. Is this like an anti-narcissist podcast? Because no. okay. <laughs> Get out, narcissist. <laughs> I've already checked myself out in every reflective surface in this building. So. <laughs> no. It's n- actually pretty ironic because we, we, we talk about narcissism and yet we are all extremely narcissistic. Yes, I have thought about the irony of that pretty much every night when I look into the mirror and say, you're a fraud. <laughs> but, uh, you, right, know. you guys just made me feel a lot safer. Oh, yeah. Good. No, come on. <laughs> I'm talking about clinical level narcissism, right. which I don't, I feel like everybody in New York teeters on narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder. It's a hard word to say. Yes, uh, just by measure like by coming to new york to pursue your dreams you got to think you're pretty fucking great right but, you know and there's there's levels to this yeah, shit yeah, yeah of course i mean i think everybody should think they're great yeah i agree with well that. maybe not everybody well there's some of you, you know, out maybe there not neo-nazis maybe not ironically the people who think they're great are so often the not. worst yeah <laughs> I wish I could transplant the confidence of a mediocre neo-Nazi into mm-hmm. like a person who actually deserves it. That would be a great service. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of uh, douchebags. Mediocre white guys. Yeah. You met a new friend, Emily. <laughs> All right. So I moved into this new place. Yeah. And uh, I, I only met, I have two roommates. Yes. I only met one of them when I moved in because she was the one there when I saw the apartment and then I committed to it very quickly and- Whatever, but I heard great things about this other roommate who was, um, you know, one of these ethereal party girls, kind of always there, but kind of never there. Sure. And, um, Disassociating all over the place. Yeah. yeah. She has multiple jobs, so I guess she's responsible, but at the same time, she's she's always like, she perpetually has eyeliner running yes. down her face. You know what I mean? I love these types of women. I'm not like sh- oh, shitting on these types of women. I, I think was they're fun this woman as fuck. for like probably six or seven years straight. Yes. Get some baby wipes, but keep doing what yeah. you gotta do. Yeah. Well, don't get baby wipes. Get wipes that were meant for the face. <laughs> Just get them. <laughs> and that proves the point immediately. Just go to Costco. <laughs> get a lifetime supply of baby wipes. Get a Clorox wipe. <laughs> wipe your pussy and your eyeliner and move on. I am on the baby wipes now instead of toilet paper. Yeah. That's Welcome. great. Oh, wow, yeah. great. Your asshole has really <laughs> stepped it up a level. Yeah, it's it's a life changer. It sure. really is. Yeah, talking about progress. Woo. Um, but anyway, so I met her for the first time after I had been living in this apartment for a few weeks. That's funny. You guys didn't run into each other Not for once. a few weeks. Not once. You also like stay. I'm also like kind of kind of nomadic and not really there. Yeah. Our, our hours don't match, okay. you know. Yeah. And to be quite honest, I prefer Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to live with roommates who I can't remember their name. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the what's her fucking name? Like, you're not sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you every time you say your name, you're like, oh, this might be Here's wrong. A risk. But hey. I'm going to roll the dice. Cindy. <laughs> um. So I met her and it happened to be her birthday. The okay. day that I met her. How old is she? Do you know? She, I don't know for sure, but I think she's around my 45. age. She's probably like in her mid 20s somewhere. <laughs> okay. I, I would love if she was 45. It would be the cherry on top yeah. of a beautiful personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, a 45-year-old party girl. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Could you imagine? Maybe I'll relapse in 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's <laughs> Well, that's the time to do it. Yeah. You know, after you've already put in the hard work and now you can coast on whatever you've already <laughs> built and just ruin your life. I just spiral. You find me in a house filled with exotic cats and like vodka bottles everywhere. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> 
I support it. Putting a pin in that. Anyway. I support either that or you gaining 80 pounds. I'm already getting pretty close. Those are the two. Those are the two things that I think would be like they would do wonders for your career. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay. So I meet her. Mm-hmm. She's on the couch. She's hungover and she is eating KFC. Okay. And it's 11 o'clock or so in the morning. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm here for it. Do you think she ordered it for delivery or she yeah. picked it up? She, no, she postmated it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we had a conversation about the KFC. Now, if you're going to eat fast food, you should go there. Yeah. Like you, you like think? You, yeah, there's like an element of like... Uh, of the shame and of the you you have to really commit yeah oh so it's not really about i mean i think it's also a temperature thing right like mcdonald's fries reheated or not yeah good i feel like you must yeah you have to like pay the penance for getting fast food before noon by going in there smelling like you can't drag your ass there and be in public you can't have it yeah yeah i agree i actually do agree one time i woke up with mcdonald probably the one of the most disgusting moments of my adult life um, back when my parents were paying my rent, I was in college. I lived in a bouge ass apartment. Uh, I blacked out. I bought McDonald's and I woke up and the McDonald's was still in my bed. And this apartment that I was living in had cleaning service as a part of the rent because it was partially a hotel. I was basically like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Did you not know this? It was partially a hotel. I lived in this place called Hotel Toshi, which is a weird little uh, palace in South Williamsburg. So back then, this was about eight years ago, Williamsburg was still nice, but not like the equinox Williamsburg that we know now. And this was in the southern part. So it was kind of near like Hasidic people and the Marcy projects were nearby. So it wasn't like you couldn't be like, oh, it's an artsy, like it was still, it was kind of isolated. Still, yeah, but 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 getting to be built up. Exactly. It's kind of like what my neighborhood is now. Yes. Uh, Maybe Crown, slightly nicer. Yeah, Crown Heights. Um, listeners, go find Emily in yeah. Crown Heights. That's where she lives. Um, but I, but we got this hotel, this, this place, this building that had been renovated to look super modern and like architectural. The guy's name was... Robert K.Y. Chan, a.k.a. Toshi, and he was a stockbroker that made a bunch of money, cashed out, decided he wanted to be an actor and built up this crazy like hotel place, wore exclusively white linen suits and was drunk 24-7 and like completely unhinged. He he would like rent it out to long term tenants, but also to um short-term like bougie travelers so there was like a a duchess living in our in our (laughs) building it was Uh truly cartoonish okay so you woke up in the bed with the mcdonald's yes this is what people mean by the way that you talk i'm trying to form a (laughs) tapestry (laughs) you're trying to color (laughs) i'm trying to color paint by numbers what an entitled weird piece of shit i was in the palace in new york i was living in and i there was a woman cleaning my room when I woke up and I just rolled over, I got the McDonald's and I ate the McDonald's in bed while they cleaned around me. Are you kidding? No. Shamelessly. Yeah. Wow. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's not as bad as you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you told me about this girl and I'm like, I can't. Oh, you're the cleaning lady in this story. Yeah. Like, yeah you're the I, one watching yeah. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm like, I can't judge this girl because I was not only this girl, I was way worse. 
Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, she's a lovely person. Like, I very much enjoy her. Mm -hmm. But uh, so was I. But yeah, right. Exactly. Like, you you don't have your shit together. But I wasn't like pushing people downstairs. But not every day. But I wasn't living in reality. You were throwing pizza at people, though. (laughs) That that was a deeply dark story. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. (laughs) I felt a chill. Yeah. Like when I heard that, like the weird, like kind of. Fabergé life of the like yeah. the girl who just has everything paid for. It doesn't even mm-hmm. clean her own apartment. Lives in this like crazy nice thing, oh, yeah. and then just like and feels so cool. Completely with it. destroys. Totally all of, fine with that's it. All you can do when people are put in that situation too, though. That's yeah. what always happens. Like if you put someone in a thing where everything, like especially when they're young, everything is taken care of for them. Yeah, they will fill that space with fucking chaos. It is. Uh, is that what your roommate's doing? Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. No. I was disgusting. I, I look back at this memory. I'm like, what a fucking princess bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Pri- yeah. You I, are. You were a princess. I was a fucking princess you, bitch. You were a wild boy king is what you sound like. Just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, you, you second away from, you know, just ordering you know, weird prostitutes to the, yeah. you know. It's hard to relate to that person. Yeah. But I was so pampered. And completely unable to fend for myself and never needed to really, which is like really embarrassing to admit now. Well, but hey, you're doing it now. Thank you. You've come a long <laughs> way, my friend. Thank you. I mean, listen, being rich and fucking on drugs all the time was fun. I will say I'm going to recommend <laughs> I, it to the yeah. people out there. I think everybody knew it was fun. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think anybody was not sure if it was fun. Um, (laughs) So anyway, so I go out. So we we uh, we exchange niceties, whatever. I go out for the day. And then when I come back later, like probably 12 hours later. Yeah. She's in the exact same spot. Yes. She ordered pies from a local bakery. I love this. She's eating pies directly out of the pan. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it, too. Honestly, what a way to spend your birthday. It was her birthday. Did I mention that? No. Yeah. It was her birthday when she was lying on the couch ordering food consistently all day. We are such pigs. It's as it's, a country. Yeah, and yeah, seriously. <laughs> but so that was the only time that we met formally, had a conversation, whatever. Yeah. The next time that I see her. Mm. Is this the same day? Oh no. It's no, no. several weeks later. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this all occurred in one day. Nah. Okay. Nah. So we have I'm the just, KFC just, pies. Yes, that entrance. was like our formal introduction. <laughs> so we know each other at this point. But yeah. like, you know, I already have kind of this picture in my mind of her as right. being uh younger Andrea Light. Sure. Yeah. So no so, one can be as severe as I was. No. <laughs> Honestly, you should teach a course. <laughs> so anyway, so I walk in. So I'm uh, actually I'm lying on the couch and I'm like hanging at home. I don't think anyone is home. It's the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden her door opens. She comes out. She's wearing this little silk robe. Hell with yeah, like bitch. flower printed flowers. Silk on robes it. are essential to, oh, pe- to petulant absolutely. childish behavior. You must own at least one or two. It's like the peak of luxury, but it's also like, you know, you're up to bad stuff. Oh, yeah. I have silk robe. I had a black kimono that saw a lot of cum. Fuck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and black. Mm-hmm. So you could really see the stains. You guys like what I got going on? <laughs> and her hair, you know, her hair's like in front of her face. Yeah, that yeah sure. It, the bleeding mascara is still present. I feel like maybe it's tattooed. Yeah. It's always there. To keep her brand consistent. Right. <laughs> so she comes out of her room and I'm like, oh, hey. And then directly behind her is... <laughs> 
a slightly older, mm-hmm. shirtless white dude with dreads down to his butt crack. Here comes your man. <laughs> and he approaches me and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm Dober. No. <laughs> no. 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 You and need I'm to like, send her to rehab. Okay, listen. I did this, a this. lot of really fucked up things during my dark period. Wait, never. You, you also met Dober? <laughs> I did. I did. Do you know Dober? <laughs> I never fucked someone with Dober. dreadlocks named it's, Dober. It's, it's such a choice. This is out of control. I, As in one who dobes? <laughs> oh, no. Well, so, I, you know, I wanted to, to inquire further, but I was kind of like, I don't, I guess that's your fucking name, but like, did you name yourself that? <laughs> how you, long? Did maybe you say, his spirit animal is the Doberman, did, you know? Did, how long were the dreads, did you say? So long. Ugh. Nobody with dreads down to their butt uses their birth name. Yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Not it's a single a rule. one. When you start, when the hair starts dreading, that's when someone else with dreadlocks names you, like yes. a birthing yes. ceremony. Yes. Like no, it's, they it's dip normal you if it's like shoulder, if it's down to like your butt, you were named by a goblin. You know, yeah. like that's, yes. y- you met it uh, out in the field. A goblin gave you your dreads. This <laughs> reminds me, um, do you remember Racket Club? Oh no, you weren't there with me. Okay, one time I was going to a guy, some idiot I was fucking, had a show in Bushwick and it was this like art collective. Okay. And I was trying to keep it together to take it, to take this show seriously, even though it was such a fucking clown house filled with like, Dober type type characters. Yeah. And first there was like some slam Just poetry. a room full of Dobers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, I was going to say, that's a new slang. Right. It's like a uh, total Dober. This yeah, kind of like Chad's and yeah. Stacey's. Yes. They're Dobers. Absolutely true. It's like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of Dobers up in this, uh, in this vegan mart, if you know what I mean. And there was... Um, First, slam poetry, obviously. It's a very necessary part of any Dober show. And then a, a white guy with dreads came out and was performing the didgeridoo. And I was looking at everyone. What is the didgeridoo? The, like, uh, Australian, like, Oh, okay. And I was... It manages to be both creepy and annoying. Yeah. Which is, like, interesting, you know. It's a really great combo of uselessness. And any white person... It, it was like he's playing the didgeridoo. I think he was shirtless and he also had dreadlocks. Yeah. And I was like, why isn't anyone stopping this? Why are you all looking at like this? Like this isn't a hate crime. It was a dober positive community that you were in. God, I can't. This is it's kind of like when we went to that same band's show. Do you remember? And we talked to a witch. The oh, whole I'm time. sorry. That was that band. Yes. OK, this band is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrea used to date this this guy during the insufferable eras, yes. <laughs> the severe times. Yes, during the dark times. The severe, yeah, <laughs> the medieval ages. The severe games of Dober. Um, it was a two man band. Oh my god! And and he, the one that Andrea dated, kind of made beats on his computer. That As was they his. Do, yeah, that was his instrument. That's a and very Dober like thing to yeah, do. Yeah, ish. Yeah. yeah. It's also um, a very Daft Punk thing to do. Yeah, that's so. yeah, true. I love it. It's in my blood. Yeah, I know. But then uh, sickness is inside. His partner would just kind of like, I guess he was technically the lead singer, but he didn't really sing. He more like recited poetry. <laughs> it was a very like one like of- hot poetry though, like sexy. Yes. Like fuck poetry. Yes. <laughs> he was a 
bad Morrissey imitator. So if he, I'm a fuck poet. Yes. <laughs> Dober the fuck poet is literally every person in Bushwick and and I guess in Williamsburg that was it was similar. Yeah. So this just passes from generation to generation. Yeah, you know and what it I mean? evolves. It does evolve. And there are niches. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like I knowing what I know about her. Yeah. Yeah, she'd totally go for a Dober. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but, th- think she's cool for it too. Like I right. thought what I was doing was unique. And I look back and I'm like, what a fucking poser. But I gotta say, Dober definitely fucks great. <laughs> they always do. Yeah, like there's no doubt These in my mind. These fuck poets lay pipe, man. I mean, they're coming out of their room at 2.30 p.m. and I can smell the sex all the way from the living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's palpable. Yeah. So uh, that, those are the only two interactions that I've had with her, but... <laughs> Did you She's hear, fun. Did you hear them banging? I didn't. No, I wish. Yeah. I, I like like hearing people have so sex. So do I. Yeah. Does anyone not? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I never like to have sex loudly because I think it's going to disturb my roommates. You're but so considerate. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah you person. would never. Right. No, I. But the thing I'm is. I'm a dober, baby. I don't <laughs> care. If other people do, in fact, I I like it. It's like voyeuristic. When I was in college, I had an apartment. I lived in an apartment with three other girls. This one girl, Violet. <laughs> Shout, Violet. Out. Shout out to Violet. Yeah. What's up, Vi? She, she dated a version of the same man mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Like they could, if you put them in a lineup, you would not be able to tell the difference to such an extreme. What are we talking about? Always either Hispanic or Italian, like okay. olive skin. Machismo. Machismo. D- yes. Dark mm-hmm. hair, kind of built, mm-hmm. um, not that tall. Do you, you want to introduce me to Violet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. You're totally, exactly totally Violet's type. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, and come on in, Violet. <laughs> and she would just like lock herself in a room with, you know, the flavor of the week, whoever it was, yeah. and have really loud sex with them. And I used to stand outside her door. <laughs> And like eat a fruit roll up while listening to them bone. I once, uh, when Dustin lived in New York, he had this roommate, a New York City comedian, long hair, Stephen Bowles. Shout out. I don't know if you guys know Stephen. I don't. A dober of types. Um, uh-huh. Nice guy. And he, this is one of my favorite listening to sex ever things was him and this girl were in the living room and they were doing the whole like, ah, no, stop it. You know what I mean? The like, Let's play a game. Oh, my God. You're so mean. Like, they're, like, teasing each other. And I'm like, do you think they're going to fuck? And Dustin's like, yeah, they're totally going to fuck. And we just, like, watched the flirtation happen. Oh, I, I fucking it's love so that. It's so good. I live for, it's like Animal Planet. Yes, it watching, is. Watching, like, a mating ritual as it goes down. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just stuck on the image of Emily standing outside of Violet's door. <laughs> just, like, the wet, fruity chewing noises. Her mouth is, like, all blue and just staring into the I, blank I know door. people hate this noise, Listening. but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, like, because a fruit roll-up is, that's the chewy, like, that's a, a wet... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a sexual snack. Well, it, it lasts a long time. Yeah. You know, because it's a foot long. It's like Dober you know, does. Multiple feet long. Yeah. Like, Just like, like Dober. Dober hey, yo. <laughs> I wonder if Dober has dreads on his dick. Oh, his pubes can't be. Hey, oh, they're not well kept. His no. pubes must be in yeah, You said you smelled all the sex, but that could have been from one sesh. Yeah. It could just be like a lot right. of odor per sex. And you also, when saying? you have that much hair, you kind of like it traps the odor in the hair. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Speaking of that, you know, when your underarm hair catches the odor, what do you what do you need? You need native deodorant. Hell yeah. I mean, you need deodorant, but preferably you need deodorant that is free of toxic chemicals, free of aluminum. Native deodorant, it's really delicious smelling deodorant, if I do say so, that is completely free of aluminum, which may be linked to breast cancer and other health ramifications. It may be. (laughs) Um, I can't say definitively, but I've heard that. And... I mean, it smells delicious. It's Dober friendly. I feel like it could cover up. Oh, it, this is totally Dober friendly. Yeah, Dober. Yeah, you got some of this for your roommate. I know. I seriously. Yeah. Dober doesn't need to mix his own deodorant in a in a <laughs> vat anymore. Yeah, he really doesn't. It's they're also like the packaging is very small. You can carry it around with you. It's super cute, and it smells so fucking delicious. And the word that I would use for it overall is simple. There are not a lot of ingredients yes. and the packaging isn't too showy. It's just, it's very simple. You know exactly what's in it. Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women. I'm I'm doing the uh, cucumber and mint scent currently. What do you got over there? Over here, mm-hmm. I have the lavender and white tea scent. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, the lilac and white tea scent. It's a really nice, light, floral fragrance. And I also tried the eucalyptus and mint. Yeah. That's actually my favorite one because I love that eucalyptus-y um, it's like scent. like stingy, but like mm-hmm. clean. Like, yeah. I feel like it's in my pores. I feel like in another Fucking life, I could have been a koala, you know? Yeah, I could have been a trash And I'd bag. still be using this deodorant, baby. Me too. Me too. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com slash hot mess and use promo code hot mess during checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, use code HOTMESS at nativedeodorant.com slash HOTMESS. You're going to want to try this fucking deodorant. Yeah. I love it. Um, do you anticipate... I wonder if you're gonna if she's going to be bringing in multiple dudes all the time. Because that's what I was doing during the Dark Ages, too. I, well, what? Are you implying that she and Dober are not serious? <laughs> you know what? I, I shouldn't imply no, that. No, you shouldn't assume. Yeah, you're you right. Know? You're right. Well, I, you know what, though? these A party girl is fun to live with as long as they're not like an asshole. You know what I mean? I, I really... It's entertaining. It's... At a yeah, it's entertaining. She also like... She has a... She kind of has her own wing of the apartment, so to speak, because she's on one side and the other two are on the other side. So you know what? If she wants to like entertain gentlemen on that side of the door, I'll just... I'll be here for the show. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. She'll, she'll just walk out of her room one day and you're there with a mouthful of fruit by the foot, <laughs> chewing slowly. Mm. I, was just, I was just listening. You know me so well already. <laughs> you're like, I love when you do that reverse cowgirl thing. It's really working for you. I was on my way out and I did linger a little longer just to see if they might start going at it. But I think as soon as they knew I was there, yeah, they kept it down. I banged in this. Now I live in the studio that we record in mm-hmm. and other people come in and out of the studio. And it was when Dustin came to visit, right? Yes. Uh, my boyfriend lives in Virginia and so he comes to visit me here and we get our fuck on. I don't know if I mentioned that I forgot to buy condoms. He got, he came here and we started to hook up and then I realized that I did not buy condoms and we had to go out to CVS at 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Well, you couldn't couldn't do one pull out. That works pretty well. Oh no, I've been pregnant too many times <laughs> to oh, wow. roll You're the very dice. Fertile, then, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. dose. Um, but we were banging it out, and I didn't realize that Keith Malley and our intern Julia Schachter were in the other room. Shout out to both of them for <laughs> listening to me bang. I can't think of a more 
awkward, awkward duo. Oh my god! Because give me a more awkward duo. I, I'll I, wait. I don't know Keith well, but I definitely do know Julia, and that's very funny to me. I, it's hilarious. <laughs> he's so like when he works, he's very quiet and like focused and stuff. And he's kind of I would imagine it was just silent in here while they were working, and then Julia's this like sweet kind like she she never she's, she's wants wide to... open emotionally so she's yes. gonna she's gonna feel whatever's going on very oh god yeah. she's a wide open wound oh yeah. my god the, the are wound. you are you sure <laughs> are you sure that they heard because this is semi soundproof yes because we came out all dovered up <laughs> and <laughs> I go like, hey, and they're both like, hey. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's a tip <laughs> off right And there. then Julia said, congratulations about something about something uh, that happened in my career. And Keith turns to her and goes, Julia, don't be so forward. Mm-hmm. As in like... <laughs> <laughs> it was so hey, it sounds like you got there congratulations yeah, you know, like, nice. it was so funny <laughs> good it job Dustin so funny but Team like Dustin oh my god it was so funny and like uh, Keith will always take the the joke shot no matter what and oh yeah he couldn't not but I was like oh god Julia you poor thing you have to fucking have your one of your bosses come out clearly just banging the other one be like and then you try to say something nice and yeah. it is greeted with remember what we said about this not being a real professional environment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's no, I'm, I'm really excited that everyone's not talking about how we need to behave in the workplace yeah I like that a lot of the, yeah. it's like the whole reason I got into this was so I didn't have to be in the workplace you know like that's not right. that's like, very true you know there's so many people are like trying to turn all of it like this kind of artsy comedy sure. like, thing into like HR and I'm like well I think we need to be careful but also yeah like, I mean there yeah. needs to be some there that, needs to that's, be decorum that is a delightful heartwarming yeah, little story that is. is that is I think harmless and funny yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> like that's don't, yeah don't rape so don't rape too much yeah, no raping, but, like, but you know <laughs> you know too much don't rape too, too much. much let's okay <laughs> at all don't rape at all I hate to interrupt this recording, but we need to talk about one of our sponsors. A very, very appropriate sponsor considering our guest today. Hella appropriate. I think our guest today could actually benefit from this service. Agreed. BetterHelp is a service that allows you to connect with a licensed professional therapist via your phone. It's a modern therapy experience. I mean... I can't think of any better way to connect with a therapist if maybe you don't have the time or you're not able to find one to um, go see in real life because a lot of things get in the way. Yeah. I know that I had a really hard time finding a therapist and this would have been a good option, but I didn't know about it. And so I'm really happy to let people know about BetterHelp. Also, if you get a counselor on BetterHelp that you are not of like connecting with, they allow you to change your counselor. That's yeah. so huge that you're not locked into anything. It really like makes it as easy as possible and helps you get the most appropriate help for what you're looking for. Yeah. And there are thousands of them. So you can really, you can change as much as you need to. Thousands. And four communication modes that you can use, text, chat, phone, and video. You can Skype your therapist. Oh my God. I love it. That's if you want to look someone in the eye, you know? And everyone wants that, right? Have you thought about talking to someone but are unsure of where to start? BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professional specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. 
Join BetterHelp and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist worldwide and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's a truly affordable option and Hot Mess listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code HOTMESS. Yes, and there's financial aid available for those who qualify, which is huge. Hell yeah. There's also different pricing plans so you can really like if you can only afford so much, there are options for a little less involved, a little more involved, whatever you're comfortable with. To take advantage of this deal, go to betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Simply fill out the questionnaire and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash hot mess. But yeah, there is something fun about the adolescent playground that is New York City and also being in the arts. That Ugh, is to be just, young and alive and in New York City and fucking all over town. To be dobering <sighs> left and right. To be postmating KFC. Mm. To be a, a petulant full of shit. Well, I feel like the, this is a great transition because yes. this is the hot mess comedy hour. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Max, we brought you on and we always ask our guests why they think they would be considered a hot mess. So yeah. I'm going to direct that question to you. I, I, I honestly, I thought, um, I, I like to think of myself as like a pretty together person. Hilarious. Like, that's my, that's my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my, my concept of myself. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm able to maintain. So I'm able to work th- through things and I'm able to like work on my health and sure. all, all that. Um, but I recently, um, had to take stock, of my life because I, I I got rejected by a sperm bank. Um, so <laughs> how that okay, is humbling, yeah. yes. my friend. Yeah, that'll that'll set you wow. that'll set you back, right? Because already, I mean, just the fact that I'm there, I think is sure. You know, I'm already trying to it's the selling the bone marrow out of your dick, right? Yeah, you know, it's like honestly, I, I have all this cum laying around. Let's see if I can make some money. Of it. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. honestly, I there was a time that I was very broke, and I did seriously consider um, egg donation. Yeah, but it's very, very invasive for women. It's not exactly the same as just like shooting yeah. some shit into a cup, right? Gold right. for cum, baby. So, but, uh, but uh, what? What did you just want to do it for some extra cash or? Yeah, I did. I will. There, I mean, there I guess clearly, what, what else would be the <laughs> for the love of the game? Well, honestly, okay. So uh, on another level, so I'm. I definitely don't think that I can have children. Like okay. I like physically, I, I I think I can. Like I could create a child, but like I yeah. don't believe in my um, selflessness and mental fortitude and kind of uh, emotional maturity enough to okay. like raise a child. To be honest, but, I think most m- more people should probably reconsider yeah. their emotional ability to like devote all their attention to a child. It's such an all encompassing thing that yeah. people just like fucking do. Yeah. hundred percent. But I think there is still like some narcissist back to that, like masculinity kind of thing of like, sure. I want my genes to kick. So I was like, Oh, this is a fun roundabout way to like, oh, you know, like I can, little Max is like my, my genes could continue. I just won't be responsible for making sure they're psychologically sound. Yeah. You know, like that'll be someone else's job to like actually raise them and deal with all the issues that will come out of the, you know, turducken of horrible genetic traits that I'm giving them. <laughs> sure. But like that- deal with them being five foot until they're 30. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm 5'10 now and I'm 29. Okay, I grew oh, slow. Oh, how dare I? Yeah. Congratulations. But that thank you. Yeah. Never could hit the six foot. <laughs> Just never. Doesn't seem to bother you in any way. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Really tried. Really wanted to. Is that why you couldn't give sperm because you're too short? Okay, well, that was the thing. Like, <laughs> so th- there, you know, like I said, I think I'm doing okay. But there is this 
weird, very eugenic kind of quality to what's going on there. You know, and like everyone is like, performatively like progressive and believes in like equality and that sort of thing. But then when it gets to like reproducing all of a sudden it's like, okay, you need to hit list like your height. And I'm like, okay, wait. All right. And it's like, what did you score on the SAT? What's your blood type? What's my income? And I'm like, okay, well, that's not great. Crazy. What? Obviously my income's that not that high. Otherwise I wouldn't be here. Jacking off into a cup for like a (laughs) hundred bucks. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, so I'm like, oh, my my income's pretty low. And they're like, how much do you drink? And I'm uh, like, yeah. uh, well, okay, let's say, you know, between four and six drinks a day. <laughs> and they're like, you know, they're I think like, the question is, how much do I not like, do you, drink? Do you, do you do any other drugs? And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I, I smoke weed pretty regularly. I use psychedelics. That's sort of, and then I'm like, and then they're like, is there a history of mental illness in your family? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we got like the OCD. <laughs> we got bipolar disorder. We got, you know, there's like, I don't know if they the can, gang's but there's all like here. autism. There's like, and then they're like, oh, and then there's like heart disease. Like my family has a series of exploding hearts. And then it's like. Exploding then, hearts? Yeah, not literally, but like my, my dad's dad had several heart attacks. My dad had a heart attack yeah. you know, like uh, anything past 50 for me is fucking gravy for sure okay like that's you know uh wow just something, yeah okay so there is an element of that and then on top of it then they're like how many sexual partners have you had in the last year and like i was like oh man i i was trying to count and like i couldn't remember exactly where they were and like i estimated have you have this you, is so honest yeah like yeah. i feel like i i wouldn't i would probably not be honest on most of these things i'd be like ah they're gonna deduct points. I don't know how it works. Deduct points if yeah. I smoke weed and so yeah. I'll say no. You know what I mean? Yeah, I probably should have lied but then I was like, this is a medical procedure or whatever and like, yeah, this is like right. that sort of thing. So it's like trying to be, but then by the time I was finished with the form, my self-concept and like how together I thought it was sure. as a person had been brought down so low that I knew I was going back in this room to jack off and I'm like, what's the point? I know they're not going to want this this come. My cum isn't even I'm, worth I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm in there just like jacking off being like, this is futile. You know, this <laughs> You can't keep it up because you're so this, sad about this who is you are. Pointless. Might as well yeah. save it for someone who wants it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Myself, you like jack off with your own mouth. Like you can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow, uh, that's really I, unfortunate. Yeah, and I did get rejected. And it, another weird thing is, do they pa- reject you after you give them the? You sperm? give them the cum, and then they mail you a letter. Ah, there's a you, rejection letter. Yes, this is yeah. like wor- this is Tinder, but so much worse. Like for your biological feasibility. This is yeah. So like, this is they the don't universe even, rejecting you, right? Yeah. They, that, like I said, it's this weird eugenic. Because like, I always kind of assumed that I was an inferior person who should not reproduce. <laughs> well, but it's nice to have that confirmed by a team of experienced medical professionals. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, just For letting sure. you know that like, no, according to uh, all of these doctors and scientists, um, your genetic material and who you are shouldn't it con- ends propagate here. You motherfucker! They come you know? with a gun and they're like, <laughs> "We're here to end this." Which weirdly kind of justifies my. Uh, decision to not have kids. I'm like, oh, well, I guess, you know, maybe maybe it ends with me and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. What a fucking tough blow. Jesus. The, the health problems in your family, that part makes sense to me because, you know, they, they want, like, I can't see a couple that wants to conceive a child picking that over. Like, there are yeah. thousands of other specimens that don't have health problems in their family. Mm. Like, why would they? There should be, like, a Dober sperm bank where it's like, anything yes. fucking goes, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the people who will be left on Earth after... Well, uh, some people want their kids leaves. to be artsy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I uh, I actually know a couple, a lesbian couple that... Um, is they... artsy the word for fun? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know, like they want them to be Dobers. Sure. You know, in a sense. Yeah. Dobers want to pass on their genes to other Dobers. Yes. They want to create more Dobers Did to populate be- the world with Dobers. <laughs> Did we just become like a low key <laughs> neo Nazi yeah. podcast? Yes. 100%. Yeah. I'm we're glad like, I brought this in a eugenic we're direction immediately. We're not saying that non-Dobers are better. <laughs> we're saying different. There's a time and a place, separate but equal. <laughs> well, may I ask you about the the drinking drugs, multiple sexual partners all day, every day type thing? Uh, does that, do you get tired? Does it get tiring with like the partying all the time? Does it wear on you? I, you are twenty eight too, so it's like that's not that's I'm still not tw- a young twenty nine. Twenty nine. Excuse me. How old? You thought I was twenty two years old? No, you said tw- I thought no, you said twenty eight. She yeah, said yeah. you are twenty eight. Yeah. Two. Oh, 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 oh. Two. I think you said yeah. I was twenty two. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> um, <laughs> a rough twenty two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that's still in your twenties and stuff like that. There's a, like I'm never shitting on a, a party lifestyle. I lived it for a while, but does it does it get like no tiring? I'm actually not like a party okay it's kind of a weirder darker uh, like what do we got going on where it's like i you know i do my shows each week and i the rest of my drinking is often just uh at home you know like i scary i guess yeah you know but like this is another thing that like i i think about a lot where it's like if i if i count on if I numerically count out the amount of alcohol that I take in mm-hmm. on a, in a given week, uh, a, a doctor will go like, "That's too much of that," mm-hmm. you know. But like, a sperm bank too, a sperm bank, <laughs> yeah, as well. But I I don't have blackouts. I don't get like stumbly drunk. I don't like get in fights. I don't dr- you know. I'm always home and safe. I don't miss my appointments. I hold down a job. I'm able to sustain friendships yeah. and like run shows. And sure. I'm working. I I write constantly. I'm always at, like a lot of my time at home. I don't watch a lot of TV. You know, I, I watch some, but like compared to what I see other people do, it's sure. crazy. You know, I don't sure. really play video games. Like I'm constantly working on different things. So it's like. It's not, it's probably not good for me, my liver. Sure. But. Who needs um, that? But as far as the the actual, like, demonstrable negative effects it's having on my life, I don't know if I'm just not seeing them or if mm. I'm, like, justifying it. But really, it 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 doesn't feel like, I'm not running wild and, sure, like, sure. getting hammered and, you know, eating McDonald's with the cleaning yeah, lady yeah, sure. and fucking Dobers. Whoa, you know, okay. That sort of thing, Whoa, you know. excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Super judgy. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, you said four, four or five drinks a night. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I was gonna say your tolerance must be pretty high. My tolerance has always been really high. Yeah. Like I have the tolerance of a much larger man. Like my, my two to three drinks is someone else's one. You know. So then, what's the appeal really? Like you're drinking at home and you're doing work and like, what is the appeal to? be drinking that much on your own. And I don't mean it in a judgmental way. I just mean like when right. I drink, I, I I really only drink if like I'm trying to get loose and then I'm drinking too much. Like That's the perfect word. I'm a, I'm a tightly wound person. 
person. Yeah. I would describe it. I like, I am very passionate and intense and I get angry very easily and I get very sidetracked very easily and I you're get the, scattered. And you're the only one of the other screamers in the comedy community yeah. along with me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have a lot of kind and I am confrontational and I, and I'm anxious and I'm just constantly thinking about, you know, how I am inadequate or failing or how I'm going to be dead by 50 and I'm already past middle age, you know, and like that, like all of these like intense swirling, like, yeah. uh, Jesus. like thoughts. I have like violent fantasies about ways I'm going to die all the time. And like, it's really? just like, it's really, it's a lot and it's very, very hard for me to relax. Yeah. Um, it's very, very difficult for me to chill the fuck out. I'm not a chill guy. I'm not like a chill oh, guy. Yeah. I would never you know, like that's, you that's that. not who I am. But, <laughs> are, um, it's actually a nice guy, but not a, but are, not a chill, not a chill guy. guy. Yeah. 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 Are, are both your parents alive? Both my parents are alive. Yeah. Why do you think you're going to die young? Um, I don't know. You know, it's a, it's, it's not, an irrational. Yeah. Fear. It's an irrational, like intrusive thought that happens all the time. And I also know that it makes, there's literally no reason I wouldn't die at any moment. You know, like everyone we know yeah. all the time, you know, like I know yeah. multiple people who get cancer or you just get hit by a fucking train or, you know, yeah, like well, that. every time you somebody, get stabbed. every time someone, you know, dies, even if you know you're not that close to them, the the thought it does reintroduce that thought that like this well, yeah. is this is a yeah I could walk under the wrong construction site or I could walk or maybe I already you know uh, was in uh, an old school building that had asbestos and I'm just gonna you know like you don't like there you can't wow count yeah. on I I have thought of a million ways for me you're worse to die than me man yeah yeah. Um, What's, so when did the death paranoia start to like, has it always been around or has it, has it gotten worse over time? It, I'm pretty sure it's been there my whole life. I yeah. think I told this, uh, I, I think I actually told this story on, on Julia's podcast as well, but it's kind of like, uh, indicative of Julia that. from fucking earlier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, uh, pounding it out. Yeah. Um, is there we used to go to church uh when i was a kid my family no, uh-huh. actually all atheists now which is interesting wow but um mazel we were yeah we were driving uh home from church and i was probably five years old okay and my parents are in the front and uh, i just started crying in the back and like the idea like i was freaking out about um i was like you know when we die uh, we go to heaven forever, mm-hmm. and that's so scary. I don't want to go anywhere forever. Like, do you have any oh. idea? So I was already kind of like wrestling with like the idea of infinity and death, and like sure. very preoccupied with those as concepts. Yeah. Um, if not necessarily in the same way, but like as as like as young as five, and I think that's just part of how I'm wired. Probably. Sure. I think that's a small. I think that's intelligence, but I think with intelligence always comes like. There's so many charts that like as intelligence increases, mental illness also like swings along with it. So it's kind of like this. Yeah. This unfortunate pairing of like, I'm aware of all the realities that could possibly exist. And then I drown in my current one because of that awareness. Yes. Yes. And and also. um, That really struck me just now, to be honest. Wow. (laughs) Wait, how old were you when you said that? Five. Yeah, like that, the, the, if that's like oddly very profound. Yeah. To say, like, I don't want to be anywhere forever. Like, to be. Can you imagine being in heaven with all the fucking do gooders forever? (laughs) Put me in hell. Well, but, but the, the wording, the wording, I don't want to be anywhere forever. Like, the, that's such a melancholy, like, um, 
like yeah you're a cynic you're a true cynic yeah but do you do you is that something that you still feel like do you still feel um a- uh antsy around like permanent situations and Very, permanent oh yes per- well, i don't have any tattoos you know like that i can't yeah. you know it's yeah. that sort of uh that's definitely a thing too and i i think um yeah, I struggle with permanence in that, like, I fear it, but I also don't really believe in it, you know, like, and it kind of has this dual thing where you go like, okay, I'm afraid of getting stuck in this thing and it just being like that. But also, if something is good, I know that there's, it it can go away in an instant for no reason. Yeah. I don't really, like, I'm very preoccupied with just sort of the the arbitrary nature of of reality and how, like, anything really can happen and there's oh, yeah. not really anything governing governing any of this and Ophelia sure things, brother. <laughs> things could work out but um they often don't and you know i don't necessarily expect that to happen but i had like i said i have a lot of like kind of swirling intrusive thoughts and how this started was back to the drinking thing it's very very difficult for me to relax particularly sure. it's easier when i'm around people and i can like engage with them and kind of meet them on their level mm-hmm. and uh, but when i'm alone i get um very anxious and very i'm a very sad uh, person as well and like it just kind of helps me chill and turn that off and like I can if I put a couple in me then I can actually like sit and like watch a show yeah. without you know ru- like running down some dark hallway in it my brain. It silences that part of your, your um, it uh, yeah or or it just kind of volume down it's, yeah yeah it, it's it's a little numbing it's a little relaxing and it uh it does make you kind of like it dumbs you down a little yeah. bit and yeah. lets you just kind of like have a fucking second. Yeah. And I, mean, I think that's, that's what so much of my drinking is. Yeah. You know? I mean, we're talking about self-medicating. This yeah. is like the, 100%. the, you know, well, I definition of, I met a person recently and I talked about it on the, the show with uh, Pamela, the guy whose father is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Whoa. Wait, yeah. What? So it's there's, a, it's a comic, it's a comic and his father is a pedophile. And like you, sometimes you meet people like, or Kemda, for example, who had like 20 bad things happen in a row. Sometimes you meet people where like unspeakable things happen and they just have to like live. Yeah. And, and and I think we t- like we meet someone like that. They break our brain and then we're like, no, 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 we don't need to think about that. Because but because people don't like want to acknowledge all the possible things that can happen, which I get it. Um but it's also like, how can't you think about the possibility of like getting MS or yeah. <laughs> having I, your I gotta, arm severed but off? But I got to tell you, I never think about the possibility of getting MS. I think about it so really? often. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, just because well, it's. I mean, I think that when you've had, maybe it's different because like, like you said, like there have been people in your family who have had health problems. Like Mm. you've seen that happen. And Andrea, like both her parents had, um, like major health issues. Like I don't, I've never really experienced that. So maybe it's, maybe it just comes down to like, I walk through my life with not like, I don't have that worry because I haven't seen it. Yeah. You know, I think it depends. I don't know. Did you see illness in your life or did you see death at all? You know, I, that's another thing that I guess kind of bothers me is that there's really no justification for me being this way. You know, like if I had, if I had some, I wish, I don't, I don't wish, but like 
it would make more sense to people if I had some dark backstory. Sure. Right. You know, but well, it's uh, like causal then. Like then right. you're like, I have a reason because I saw it. And that's yeah. back to the arbitrary thing, you know, yeah. where it's like, there's no reason to be like this. It just simply is, you know, like. Yeah. It like, just sounds like anxiety to me. It yeah. sounds like general anxiety. Definitely. Well, and that runs in the family. And I think there's probably like some element of uh, mental illness stuff going on. But I also think that that's kind of uh, an amorphous and poorly understood and diagnosed and treated concept. Uh, and like, I remember, you know, uh, like I, I saw some counselors in uh, like my late high school, early college mm -hmm. years. And some of that was kind of helpful. And I was on uh, antidepressants for a while and that was kind of uh, not a great experience. And mm. now I, I, I don't know. I just, why did it like change your personality? Or? Well, okay. Actually there's kind of a, the, it's kind of funny in, in retrospect. Um, but like, yes, they, they definitely, I think they helped with a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about, mm -hmm. but then I was still uh, anxious and miserable because uh, I mean, not to like put too fine a point on this, but like I'm, uh, I kind of touched on it earlier, but like I'm a very, I'm like a slutty, horny person, yeah, you know, like, yeah, baby. like sex and game recognized game party on is, is like super important and is actually one of the few things that really kind of like lights up moments in my life yeah. and makes me, you know, want to keep being alive. Sure. Um, but, <laughs> um, so when I was on the antidepressants, uh, and I think this is an issue that a lot of people face, you know, yeah. in Ohio, it's a, it's a sex negative, um, kind of, uh, culture. And we wouldn't talk about this, but one of the, uh, side effects of taking SSRIs is that you can't perform sexually or yeah. have an orgasm. I'm dealing with that right now, actually. But no yeah. one had even told me that. Oh, really? So no. your doctor right. didn't tell you that. So <gasps> I'm taking these drugs and then I'm trying to, you know, be with people and like my dick just doesn't work. And I'm like, and that really like fucked with me because oh, it like it damaged, it. it damaged a lot of my relationships. It made me wonder like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And yeah. And then I also had like some like not great partners at the time that were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, like that oh, kind of like, they, so, you know, what I think that probably put like disaster, yeah. kind of a bad taste in my mouth as far as like pharmaceutically yeah. treating it uh, kind of goes, even though I had um, like a nice interaction or two with a counselor, like I'm not, uh, I'm not really pursuing that style of it right now. I think a lot of the way that I treat and cope is through, uh, some drinking a fair amount of art and creativity. Like mm -hmm. I'm constantly like compulsively writing yeah. and creating. He has cartoons and, uh, that I love oh, thanks, by the man. way. Yeah. I oh, yeah. really, I like, I don't know how I, it was on my feed and then I was, it wasn't, I didn't even know they were yours. Um, and I was like, these are fucking great. A wasted world. Is it called a waste? A waste world. A waste world. Excuse me. And I was like, these are so like cynical in the perfect way. You actually do do caric caricatures of a lot of Dober, Dober type people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's some Dobers in there. Um, That's and so fun. Is it, do you put them on your Instagram or is it a separate? It's Instagram? its own Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. it's a waste world. Yeah. A waste world. You yeah. guys should check it out. Follow it's it. uh, crudely drawn and aggressively negative and it's a nice little outlet for me. I love it. Yeah. And then, and then then when I realized it was Max's, I was like, well, that makes fucking complete sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm a Dober doodler. You are a Dober doodler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you really are <laughs> a designated Dober doodler. <laughs> uh, someone has to fucking capture them in their in their natural habitat. Well, so that the I'm curious about the sex too, because I, I've had my 
problems with sex and love addiction. And I've mm-hmm. actually, I have been, I've been like relatively asexual compared to my regular scheduled programming for the past maybe year or so. Um, because I just needed to like step away from it. Uh, what do you, does, do you feel it's a compulsion or does it really help you like connect? I think it can actually do both, but I think yeah. it depends. Yeah. If I, if I think about it, like there, I, I do get that kind of like that kind of horny where you like, you can't fucking function like that is this like a man thing that I will. I'm, I'm not jealous of this at all. No, yeah, it yeah. Seems like I don't nightmare. think, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't necessarily think it's all bad or so like that, or it's not yeah. all the time or something, but there are periods, um, couple times a month, maybe even, even, you know, like where you can't, I can't concentrate on anything. I can't like, I, really? I, wow. I can't function like I, it's that. It, and so in that sense, even like, if you're having regular sex or only if you're not, that's usually if it's like a, a dry spell, a dry of a spell. but yeah. like for me, I think my problem is like a, a dry spell for me is like a period of days, you know, like I, when people really? say, Damn. when people say that, that like, sperm bank? <laughs> <laughs> when people say that, like, you know, I haven't had sex in like a month, I'm like, I have no idea how really? you could do that. Have yeah. you ever gone more than a week since you've been sexually active? Probably starting out in those like early days sure. when I was first figuring myself out mm-hmm. and like was kind of young. Um, but as far as in in recent years, no, probably not. Yeah. And you're poly too, right? So you've had like primaries, but also yes. like fucked around. So and- that was actually a really, I didn't realize that that was a reason I needed to move here, like uh, to move to New York. Mm-hmm. Like I, I grew up in Ohio. If I had stayed it in Ohio. It is so funny that you're from Ohio. Yeah. If you guys see what Max looks like, he lo- he looks like the most New York motherfucker you've ever seen. Yeah, but seen. New York is also a, it's a collection of people who didn't belong Agreed. in the place yeah. that they are from. 100%. It's like when I tell people I'm from Canada and they're, yeah, like, they're like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> yeah, so similar a situation with you too, yeah. yeah. Oddly I, enough, I'm from New York. I know, right? <laughs> like the most normal one of three. Are you? Anyway, yeah, am I? No. I eat frill roll-ups and listen to people bang. Yeah, so. you're an undercover <laughs> freak. Um, so you, so you moving to New York allowed you to be like sexually the way that yeah. you wanted to be. Yeah. Well, I grew up in, a, I, if I'd stayed in Ohio, I would probably have killed myself. Like that's, I was, I hated it. I was yeah. deeply miserable. It didn't like me either. But sure. that was, you know, like, it was a mutual split. Ohio was the sperm yeah. bank of uh, <laughs> <laughs> your life. They rejected. And then Get after, out! after uh, growing up in Ohio and going to college there, I did, I moved to Oklahoma for two years and I was Whoa. a, yeah, Why? Teach for America. I was a teacher uh, there. Ah, yeah. wow. Um, so I, I had only lived in Ohio and Oklahoma and I had like tried to date and I had, I, I had like heard later in, in my, sort of towards the end of college, I started to hear about even the concept of a non-traditional dating style, even entering my awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, especially where I grew up, there was, it was, you date someone, they become your girlfriend or boyfriend, you are moving towards marriage and kids and getting a sure. house. And like, that's what, the relationship that's escalator. what relationship and sexuality is. There was no even like, it wasn't even like, oh, those people are weird. It was like, this is what this is. Yeah, there's no other option. Yeah. yeah. So it was sort of like later on that I started to hear about it and I tried to like, but like, you didn't, out, you didn't know what polygamy was? Like you had never heard of uh, like 
I mean, fun. I guess I'd heard of like Mormons. But po- polygamy is like the freak show. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, it's weird that polygamy is the only like version of a, an alternative lifestyle in those like rust, like rural places. Right. And it's like, you can either be normal or you can be a Mormon who fucks a lot. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. It's like, okay. And it's also illegal and it's also like, like weirdly misogynistic because yeah. you have multiple wives. It's, yeah. It exists, but it's not like. Normal Very extreme Yeah So moving here I moved here Explicitly to pursue Comedy And like that And I also Had visited multiple times And always just felt like Oh uh, I should live here You know That's how it felt But um, I didn't realize I was also moving here To like find uh, Communities of people That like Are a little more Interested in Trying other things And communicating About like Different models And exploring that And that has been Really I think good for me and, yeah. uh, for the past couple of years. So, you know, that's an improvement at least. Yeah. And you know, I feel like this has been you can a, still fuck uh, in this wasted world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is the dialogue in your brain. Yeah. Um, so you had a primary partner as well and you got, you recently split up, correct? Yeah. That's right. A couple months ago. Yeah. Oh, it's that in fresh. It was, um, yeah, I think like late February this year. Okay. And how is it going post that? Good. I, uh, you know, it was definitely like very sad. And I think, I I think I said something along the lines earlier, we were talking before the show, like a kind of amputated feeling. Sure. Um, and yeah, that's always like the most, I, like I said, I've never, I've never had a relationship nearly that long, but like, that's always the most jarring to me when a relationship ends is like you cut off all communication and it's like, Oh geez. Like that part of my day, that part of like, who I was is you go no to like text there. them something funny and you're like oh wait I never talk to you again I it's have no one <laughs> I'm alone well I wonder this if this is so in the poly community or sex positive community in general I think about loneliness um, a lot like if you remain without like a primary or in and out as you get older, will you like crave that monogamy type thing? I wonder. That's a really good question. I wonder that too. Because it's, I I have to talk to someone who's like, who's like, who's been doing it for years, like 50 and Polly. And I'm like, I wonder, do you, but then you can also be alone in a relationship too. So it's like, I don't know that there's one particular model that guarantees that. (laughs) I was on the phone. Well, that's the, you're always fucked. Yeah, you're always fucked. That thing I think all the time is like, there is no, there are no right choices. There are no right paths. You are fucked. Um, It's just what way, (laughs) in what way are you most comfortable being fucked? Sure. Like you will have, you will have fights. You will deal with insecurities and jealousy and, and loss and confusion and anxiety. And those things are just a part of your experience of life. Uh, You can just decide Really, the only thing you can control is the direction that they're coming from and the way that they're manifesting in your life. And yeah. like the the way that I'm most comfortable dealing with. And like there are problems and there are struggles and things like that. Um, but it's this way. This is the way that like works for me. And like I think um, you would see traditionally dating people uh, really struggle with a lot of different issues mm-hmm. in ways that um, I'm less comfortable with. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like a, it's like life's a funnel of getting fucked and you just get to like choose which direction you point the funnel. Pick the hole. Pick the hole. If you're going to get fucked, you pick the hole. (laughs) Here at the Hot Mess Comedy Hour, we, uh, we like to say pick the hole. (laughs) Yeah, we really do. We really do. Um, We do need to wrap up the show, but not before we say another word from our sponsor. Yes. This sponsor is one that I have been loving. Yeah, man. I have been wearing it all over town. Yes. It is Fleur, P-H-L-U-R. They are uh, entirely natural unisex fragrances. They're so fucking good. They're so fucking good. Like, I can't say enough good things. I'm not a person who even particularly enjoys perfume. I don't like buying perfume because you buy a big bottle and then it lasts for fucking ever. And yeah. then you have one scent and you always smell like the same thing. And it's just like fucking weird. You know what I mean? It like ages. And then you're like, I don't want to smell like a uh, Britney Spears diamond. I'm 28 years old. I, I mean, I did buy Britney Spears curious when it first came out. Sure. But... I bought, I bought everything. Yeah. And now I have a bunch of half empty giant bottles. This is a good way to, test different things and also it's not as toxic as the stuff that you're buying at oh, the yeah. department store. Oh yeah. And these scents are so good. You just you don't smell like a baby prostitute. They have like very interesting <laughs> flavors. The one that I'm holding right now, I'm going to spray it on my puss points. Yeah, girl. It's called Hanami. What are you smelling? It's very light. It's it's almost like it's floral but not too girly they're all unisex which Mm -hmm. i said before but i think that's a great feature because you know you can buy like multiple different ones you could share it with your partner you could give them as a gift they also um they do little three sample packs for 18 dollars uh 15 dollars with our code and then if you end up wanting to buy a full-size bottle of one of the samples they sent you you can apply that 18 dollars to the full-size bottle so it really is a fucking steal It's a fucking steal, and these samples even last a long time if you wanted to get them as a set, as a gift for somebody. I think it would be a great gift. I'm putting on Greylock right now. Oh, you love Greylock. Fucking love this shit. It smells like the woods. That's why you like it. I know. It reminds me of home. Take me back to Canada so I can die out in the woods smelling like (laughs) Greylock. I love it. If you want 20% off uh, your first sample pack of Fleur, you can visit fleur.com slash hot mess. That's P-H-L-U-R dot com slash hot mess. Again, that's Fleur dot com slash hot mess. Wow. I feel so dark after talking to you. Sorry. No, I love it, though. <laughs> I really no. It's it's great. I, I I've always thought you were an interesting person. And I'm like, what is behind all of the anger? And it turns out it's a mix of cynicism and uh, mental illness. Here we go, baby. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's well, me. you got it. Yeah. If y'all want to engage in the dark. Yes. <laughs> follow him. Where can people find you and follow you? I am at Max H. Bruno on both Instagram and Twitter and uh, at a waste world. If you want to see any of those cartoons. Yeah, the cartoons are hilarious. He also hosts uh, a comedy show every Friday at Cobra Club, live from outer space. Phenomenal show. We both talk about that show all the time. It's like one of the best places to fucking party if you they want also it. they also do like kick-ass karaoke at the same spot yeah. after the show yes. so it's fun to go do a double feature go for the show stay for the karaoke go fucking watch some dobers party <laughs> there are some there's dobers. so many dobers there and it's such a fun time it really is and yeah. it's a great show Come hang out. let's get drunk i'll yell at you about death yes 
do it. And if you would like more Hot Mess, you can follow us at Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter, Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We go live every Friday around 12 noon, depending on what technical difficulties we have that day. Um, and we interact with the fans live. It's been really fun. I've been really enjoying you know it. I miss Diarrhea Grace. Uh, Diarrhea Grace, come through. Yeah. Come she was, through. She was on the first YouTube screen, stream. And I think she might have tapped out after we kept calling her Diarrhea Grace. Come back, Grace. <laughs> come back. Come back to me. Um, or someone make username Diarrhea Grace. It was actually Diary of Grace, but... Right, but it looks like Diarrhea Grace. Yeah. I mean, you have to be conscious of these things when you're branding. Grace. Get back in the game. Um, and if you would like to support us, please go to hotmess.com. I'm sorry, go to patreon.com slash hotmess. Yes. Uh, for $5, you get our 25 episode best of. And for $10, you get our entire 200 episode back catalog and two bonus shows. It's fucking lit. Bonus shows where we talk about comics we fucked. Bonus shows where we talk about people we hate. Bonus shows that are inevitably going to ruin our careers. But do we care? No. Why? Because we love money. I love money. That's <laughs> all I great. care about. Did you hear about me in the McDonald's with the or in my room with the McDonald's? Let me be a piece of shit again. Give me a dollar. Give me a dollar. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.